0: Hey friends, it's Meg Weinkoff, The Faithful Leader. I am so looking forward to today. Um, we're interviewing one of my friends, Evan, and we're going to hear about a journey of faith story. Enjoy. Hey, hey. Evan. Hello. Hello. Hey. Thank you for joining us today. We're so excited to have you on The Faithful Leader podcast.
1: Mm, I am honored to be on The Faithful Leader.
0: Ah. Uh, well, I guess start by telling us a, a faith journey story so that people out there can know what it's like to take that leap of faith and, and kind of um, what happens whenever you do that.
1: <laughs> That's a really broad question, so um, I'm, I'm going to try to jump into it as best I can, but I'm, I'm glad that you're asking that because I think the, the challenge that a lot of people run into is they see the success a lot of the times of, of what people have done and what they've accomplished, but they sometimes uh, skip the adversity part. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that you're highlighting that. For me, it was something that happened uh, probably back in uh, 2012. And it wasn't necessarily me leaping. It was, I got kicked, um, Does uh, mm-hmm. that make sense. Oh, yeah. I, I was in a situation where um, something changed drastically with my business. I lost a client that I had for a, a very long time, a, a client that had gotten me into the industry. And when we did the calculation on it, we, we found out that that client was about 75%, 80% of our business. And so yeah. that that kind of that kind of put us in a situation where we had to really look at: do we continue on, or do we say, "Hey, man, we had a good run and, and move on"? Uh, we we started to get creative in terms of like we think that there's still stuff here. We know that there's still stuff here, um, but we're going to lose that safety net, if you will. So that's where the leap came in because the, the safety net went away uh, for us that, that guaranteed business that we had. So for me, it wasn't a leap. I wasn't planning on doing it. I got kicked. And whenever, um, the kick happened, I had to ask myself the question, do I want to continue? Do I want to move on or, or do I just cut my losses and try something else? Um, and so for me, um, we actually had some things come into play where, um, our company changed. We went from private ownership to being honored, uh to, to merging in with another company. So that was a leap of faith. We didn't necessarily know what that was going to look like, but we felt like at the time that that was a, a good move for us. And then when that happened, the owner of the company uh, basically walked, walked away. He went on to his, to do other things. And so f- for me, my leap of faith became, am I prepared to run a company that has just uh just taken a, a big hit. And do I want to do that? Because everyone would look at me at that point. Everybody would turn around and say, if Evan believes that this is going to happen, if Evan believes that we can do this, we can do this, but if if Evan doesn't if he if he stands back and says, "I don't think we can I don't think we can make this," mm-hmm. then the whole thing would not be successful. So my leap was trusting in myself, trusting in the knowledge that I had, and trusting uh in God ultimately because at that time I'm I'm making it sound very poetic right now but I was freaking out. And uh yeah. I was I was I was concerned because I had become very comfortable. I I had I had gotten to I'd worked really hard and I'd achieved a position uh in a company I'd had had ownership. I had all these things going for me. I was I was in my mind doing really good. And for me it, it was that leap of faith, but it was also a recalibration for me Mm -hmm. to realize that it wasn't me that had gotten me where I was. It Mm -hmm. wasn't, uh, something that I had done as an individual. I'd put in the work, but I had to realize that I was a steward over the business as opposed to the reason that it was successful or not successful. And when I, when I really kind of took on that, I had to lean very heavily on Proverbs, uh, three, five through six, which is trust in the Lord with all your heart. lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will keep straight in your path. Um, I had heard that verse so many times and said, that's a nice verse. That's just warm and fuzzy. That feels good. And then I just went on. But that took a whole new, that took a whole new turn for me because I had to truly trust in the Lord with all of my heart. And I was about, I don't know, 20 percent there when I started and I had to I had to keep giving in parts of it and say I'm gonna give you this situation I'm gonna give you payroll I'm gonna I'm gonna give you hiring I'm gonna give you prospecting I'm gonna give you all of it because for me I had to realize that it wasn't my business even though that I was the the person in charge I was the person that was leading the company at that point that was entrusted to turn it around I had, I had to realize that it didn't matter what I did. I had to lean not on my own understanding, but acknowledge that and, and seek after God to, to really uh, pull ourselves through it. And so that was the leap of faith. It wasn't just being kicked out into that situation, but also putting myself aside and leaping out and letting God uh, really carry me through that. And that's hard. For me, because mm. I'm I'm a very independent person. Uh, I I am very self reliant. I don't I don't ask for help a lot, and I, and I I think it's just maybe my human nature, maybe my personality type, whatever it is. But when you get into a situation where you have to realize that you can't do it, that's a leap for me, and I have continued on this journey. All the way through now. So, so to, to kind of fast forward and tie a little bow on it, um, this year, this year. Uh, so that was uh, that was 2012, 2017. Within five years, we turned the company back profitable, uh, and wow. we have gotten back the business that we've lost. We've added additional clients. Our profitability is higher, and it has to be a situation where I can't turn around and say it was me that did that. I have to turn around and point to God. Every struggle that I've had, every challenge that I have is is a step up to a platform that does not elevate me as a, as a person, but what it does is it allows me to speak and show the things that God has done for me in my life and in my business to really help me uh, turn back to Him. And because that's really what it's all about. These are things that I have to explore. These these are uh, things that I'm glad that you're talking about because I think these are things that people don't necessarily think about. We think, hey, I'm a type A personality. I'm a leader. I'm going to go out there and 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 disrupt, right? I'm I'm going to Mm -hmm. uh, get out there and rebel. I'll use my Megan word for today. I'm going to rebel (laughs) against the thing, and I'm going to do all these different uh, things. That's great, but ultimately this, for me, this leap of faith was a reminder that it's not about me and it's not about the decisions that I make. I am a steward of something that was given to me and he didn't take me to the level that he took me to, to leave me there. He took me to that level to empower me to take on greater things. And I had to trust him to get to those greater things. But until I took that leap and trusted it it it, did, it it wouldn't have mattered. It, it, we would not have, in my mind, I, I I fully believe we would not have been successful if if I had not turned that over. Now it's how do I infuse God more into what I do in my relationships with my customers, in uh, how we're trying to make hiring decisions, when we're crafting our culture. Um, we weren't thinking about those things in 2012. We were just trying mm. to think, how, how do we survive? Now the focus has changed to where things have turned around and we're, we're at a point where we're, we're profitable. And I'm looking at how, how can I better utilize the gifts that God has given us and the platform that he's given us to impact our, our, our culture and impact the employees and our customers that we have. So that's the leap of faith. And I, I, I would leave you with a challenge on this. Uh, when you're thinking about those Leap of faith, those Leap of Face are um, uncomfortable. And I talk a lot about mm. this in, in, in our podcast. Um, uncomfortability is what helps you build endurance. Whenever you want to run a marathon, whenever you want to go out and try to achieve something, um, it's going to be uncomfortable every time you do it. But the endurance is that byproduct of that uncomfortability. And that endurance is what carries you through to achieve the thing that you were trying to do. You don't have the endurance to run a marathon the first time you go run. You're just uncomfortable the whole time. But as you continue to make yourself uncomfortable and lean into that discomfort, what you'll find is the byproduct is the solution that will actually take you to achieve the thing that you want to achieve.
0: I love it. I love it. And I love that we're talking about this because even in my own journey, it was God was for a season. God was more concerned with doing a work in me before he was ever going to do a work through me. Mm-hmm. And I love oh, I love the faith journey. And I and thank you so much for sharing. And I would love you to share with everyone your podcast and how they could hear more from you.
1: Well, thank you for that opportunity. I host a podcast called the Young Businessman of Tulsa Podcast. You can look it up on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio, or you can look at my last name, U-Y-E-T-A-K-E. I can say with confidence that I'm the only U-Y-E-T-A-K-E on podcasts, and so that, that's something that I'm really excited about. But the mission of the Young Businessmen of Tulsa Podcast is to speak to that next generation of leaders. Um, I... Found out. Um, I, I, I found out a long time ago that, and, and when I say a long time ago, it's within the last couple of years that I had a lot to say, but I was never saying it. I was always keeping it internal. And there was a guy mm-hmm. that threw it out of me, and he said, uh, "He said, you know what, Evan? What I like about you is you don't have much to say, but when you say it, it has a lot of weight. It means a lot. Mm-hmm. It's very well thought out." And I had to realize that I did, did have something to say because I always compared myself to guys like, you know, Dave Ramsey or Jim Rohn or, or uh, John Maxwell, and just said, man, those guys have got it all figured out when it comes to leadership, when it comes to building businesses, when it comes to success. Those guys have got to figure out. I don't have. I'm just a student at this point. And what I had to realize was I don't have a lot to say to maybe somebody in their 50s and 60s but I have a lot to say to somebody in their 20s. And so the whole purpose of the podcast is essentially me talking to that 10-year younger version of myself and trying to highlight some of the clues that success leaves behind, but also give you a more well-rounded view of what success is. Success to me in my 20s was financial. How much money do I have in the bank? How much money am I making? Uh, That to me was success. And what I had to realize, the true success is success in my family, it's success in Mm -hmm. my business, it's success in leading people, turning around and seeing like who's actually following. It's success in my spiritual life. There's a much more success in my health. There's a lot more tied to it, and there's so much tied into it um, that for me, um, I've really just enjoyed this process. I'm I, I'm actually editing right now, podcast number 59, and uh, I'm really excited to release it because I'm actually talking to a guy who is uh, he's eight or 19 years old, and he ah, has. Love it in my opinion, so much knowledge and wisdom just because he interviewed 500 people, uh, 500 successful people. He interviewed them, and he picked up on some of those clues that success leave behind. And you can feel it, and you can just, just sense it in every word that he, that he says that he's absorbed some of that stuff. And if I had the foundation um, that he has now, um, when I was in my 20s or when I was 19, uh, who knows, I, I, I've been relatively successful just in spite of that, but just seeing some of the foundation that he that he has, I'm really excited to tune in and see where he goes with it, and that's the goal of the podcast. The goal is to help that younger generation. Now, I, I will say this. I have a lot of people that listen that are not in my demographic because the mm-hmm. clues that success leaves behind are not clues that are uh, that are exclusive to younger generations. They are clues that are universally true. If you look at the things that Napoleon Hill talks about uh, in, in some of his books, I mean, he wrote all those things a long time ago, but they are still true mm-hmm. today. And that's the beautiful thing about it is success is not something that changes in terms of how you achieve it. Uh, Things like um, humility, things like uh, empathy, things like um, hard work and focus. These are all things that successful people all do in some capacity that they've done from the very beginning. The product might be different, the times might be different, the, the fashion may be different, but... The, the truths are still there. And so my goal is to plug into that, highlight those things, and hopefully make it a little bit more relatable uh, to that next generation. So that's, sorry, a very long description of what the Young Businessman of Tulsa podcast is. Uh, I will say this, Meg was a fantastic guest on there. So if you do uh, love what you're hearing here from Meg, there's a much longer um, story that she tells on the podcast there too. So, so definitely check that out.
0: Uh, awesome! Thank you so much for that, and I love how you taught uh, you touched on the word rebel and with the dare to rebel, how it is it, in regards to the faithful leader is rebelling against what we've been taught in the world in regards to success. So basically everything that you just said and rebelling again, not against the world, but not being of the world and back to God and going on this faith journey with him, letting him do the work in us. So then he can do these greater things through us and how it will just touch and impact so many lives. And I'm just so thankful for you being a faithful leader and sticking it out and persevering and growing. And then now like having this podcast, it's it's amazing and you're doing awesome things for our community and for the world.
1: Well well thank so you for thank that. You real, so real quick much. On, on on the uh the not of this world thing and and, and then I'll I'll be quiet, I promise. Um yeah. yeah. I, I love um that that scripture be of this wor- or be, be not of this world um but be uh be not, do not conform to this world but be transformed by the renewing of yes. your mind. Um what I really like about that and 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 I heard a little different take on that is is some of the things that we do as successful business people are counter um, counterintuitive to what people think. So I was talking to a guy, and he says, "Why do we have contracts now? We used to do things on a handshake, right? Mm. We used to shake hands and yeah. say we're going to do that. Now, when we make decisions, we make decisions based on the cost to break that contract. That's yeah. that's why that's how decisions are made now. And so when we say not of this world." Um, That's what of this world is. is Of this world is calculating the cost to break a contract. Um, Not of this world is doing things um, by standing by your word and doing the things that you say that you're going to do, taking good care of your customer, not taking advantage of people. Those things to me seem like very uh, common sense stuff, but as I get further and further into the industries that I'm in, I realize that I am not of this world because the things that I think are normal are abnormal to them. And so I love how you're, you're, you're highlighting those things, and I think it's, it's very important for people to realize that it doesn't take much to be different now, mm-hmm. especially now. It's definitely something that you can add over time and through everything that you're doing. Um, if you stay true to your values and your convictions, then you will truly not be of this world. And I think oh, what, what's going to happen is you're going to draw a lot more people to you than you think because they're going to go, how are you doing that? Why are you doing that? What 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 makes you do this when other people do that? And it's, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be difficult. But mm-hmm. that's, I think, what makes it not of this world. The easy path is what this world is built on. And I I would challenge your listeners to not take that easy path and encourage them, like you say, to rebel.
0: Yes, and go down the, the road less traveled. and. Uh, it's so funny that you said that because, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up, but people say, well, do you ever sleep? Yes, I sleep. I take time for myself. I like, I'm, it's not, I don't buy into the whole hustle, you know, grind 24 seven and, and those kind of things, because it's not needed. Like you said, the balance in my, my spiritual walk is much more important to me than anything else, because I know, and I've seen it, I've seen God do amazing things. I've seen him do things um, and make a connection that it would take if I was quote unquote laboring in vain or trying to do it all myself. It may not ever happen, or it might have taken a year. But what he can do in a day is incredible. Absolutely. Uh, so I love, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. You are a faithful leader. Thank you for joining us today. I'm so so thankful for you and everyone. Check out his podcast too because we are all about. Uh, helping one another rise and and encouraging one another to live that faith journey and take those leaps and continue forward. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Meg. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for joining me and Evan today uh, with the Faithful Leader. Um, if you have a story that you would like to share, a faith journey, a faith story please reach out to me, megan at meganweinkoff.com or uh, you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. I mean, I would love to connect with you because I know that there is someone out there that needs to hear your struggle. They needs to hear your story of faith and then what happened on the other side of persevering and trusting God and believing that it was going to happen. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Talk to you soon.